0: Welcome to Pricking the Bubble, this is Mike DeLama and uh, hello everyone, especially to our friends in Mauritius. All right, so uh, Dr. Raven, how are you today? Uh,
1: yeah, not so bad. We've we've opened up, um, haven't we? We've, 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 we're we're have, out we're of we're lockdown. Free, free and easy and that's not just that your underpants. I now have to go to kids' parties and do all of that sort of stuff, so honestly, I feel like I'm in a bigger lockdown. Excellent.
0: Um, now we're also audio peatless this week, right? He, he had something more pressing to uh, attend to. Wow, he never contributed yeah. anyway. So that's well, it's important to me. Sorry, him sorry, audio here. Pete. All right. Yep. So today, shut up. Today we're going to have uh, a couple of guests, and we're going to try and discuss about, uh, I think, renewable energy and and uh, in general the the big dramas we've we've had the uh, what, mm. was what was that COP twenty six or what was it called over in. Uh,
2: Glasgow,
0: that's it. anyone who's heard a previous podcast might recognise that voice. We have the Baron has returned. Hello, Baron. How are you? Uh, very good. Very good. Glad to be back. Excellent. And uh, we also no, have another special No, you're not. Don't lie. <laughs> we also have another special guest, equally as special, but not quite as special as Dr. Avon. We have Alex, who uh, we're going to call Alex the Commodore, are we? Is that... Yeah, we are. We're, that's Dear it. We're, we're sticking okay. to that. I think yep. we will. I think we should do that. Hi, everybody. Excellent. Very good. So today we're going to talk about renewable energy and also climate dramas and what we're going to be doing and what solutions are possibly out there. What are we, what are we going to do? What What's come from this uh, Glasgow conference? Has anything come from this Glasgow
1: conference? Well, well let, let's first describe and, and tell us what this Glasgow conference actually is, because I, I honestly, I don't know. I'm hey, happy ah. to let you know how this is the going. The Baron,
0: yes, go for it
1: okay, so the cop
2: conferences uh, were started pretty much after the Kyoto Protocol got signed. They happen about every two years and it's where people basically where all the countries of the world that have signed Kyoto uh, turn up and agree uh, kind of measure their progress against targets and decide whether uh, those targets need to be adjusted uh, whether the world needs to move into a slightly different direction based on some sort of the the science that comes out of the um, the various bodies cop twenty six is particularly interesting insofar as there's been a fair bit of movement since what's called the Paris Agreement.
0: uh,
2: This is the 26th one? The 26th? So This is the 26th one of those. Paris I think was 24. Uh, 25 was a bit of a washout because of all the COVID stuff and what have you and 26 is now they're they're trying to decide. Uh, The data has come back over the last couple of years and as Which has true. been the case with climate data for probably the last 20 years, all the projections and targets that they do, we always tend to be following the worst case scenario that's predicted rather than the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so whereas um, the Paris Agreement decided the world decided we we're going to limit ourselves to one and a half degrees of global warming through our actions, turns out that uh, we've now discovered that our actions are insufficient to meet that. And right. so we're getting together at Glasgow to say, well, we probably need to do some additional things to try and keep it to one and a half
1: degrees. All right, so hang on. Uh, I'm, I'm completely, is about two and a half degrees. I'm completely lost, and probably so are our listeners. <laughs> we, signed, <laughs> we, we signed the Kyoto Protocol. Yes. And, uh, yes. Then, and then there's a whole bunch, after this, there was a whole bunch of conferences to say, mm-hmm. right, how are we now doing? Yeah, yes? yeah it's basically right. like your monthly
2: meeting at a company when you've got a long-term target. You say, right, oh, so how's how, the project how going?
1: Okay. So, we, mm-hmm. and the last one that was done was in Glasgow. Uh, well, the, the current week. one is in Glasgow. the, right. the current yeah, one is in Glasgow. Everyone yeah. went. How are we doing? We're not doing well. That's right. Yes. <laughs> right. Condition okay. red. Uh, okay. Please
2: find additional countermeasures, as we would, right. as we would have previously done uh, at my previous employer. You know, you look at who's doing well, and they get, you know, they can keep on carrying. And you look at the, the problem cases, and you say, okay, you guys, you aren't pulling your weight. What are you going to do to uh, help everybody along?
0: Of course, not all the problem cases turn up to the meetings as well, do they? that's also part of the problem, (laughs) yes. Yes, yes. And we're lucky here in Australia because we are one of the problem cases, I believe. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. uh, (laughs) Broadly uh, speaking. Not not, not necessarily so much in, uh, I I would suggest, in things that we're uh, doing or not doing, but more our attitudes and the fact that uh, we tend to bullshit our (laughs) friends in these particular meetings uh so yes that's 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 the uh the update i would say that uh things are a little bit worse than we thought uh we have to do a whole lot more than we were doing and not everyone's prepared to do that is that that's a good summary that's a good summary <laughs>
1: right dr raven you're happy with that as a summary uh yeah yeah as long as everyone yeah i mean i'm just trying to get all the word salad out and get <laughs> to the meat right excellent Right, the, so, meat, the, so, the meat basically is uh, that we are not,
2: or the world in general, is not doing enough to limit the predicted global warming effect by the end of the century to one and a half degrees, which is what we previously agreed
0: And as usual in anything like this, when when the group decides that we're not doing enough, fingers come out and they start to be pointed at who could be doing better. Well, we're doing our bit. You are not doing your bit. Oh, hold on a minute. I am doing my bit. What makes you say I'm not doing my bit? And so then we descend into some sort of, you know, big argument and big suki la-la. Of course, the,
2: the classic Australian argument, which is we are so small, we don't really matter.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. That's that's kind of what it is. And then someone points out, well, that might be true, but you do send an awful lot of your coal everywhere else around the world. And so, therefore, you do matter what you're doing. So... That's uh, that's kind of the problem. But I, I noticed there've been big chats about trying to um, limit methane. That's the, now we haven't really been hearing a lot about methane in recent times. It's all been a focus on carbon and coal and all that sort of business. When I think of methane, I think of farting cows. So uh, uh, yes,
2: farting farting cows are the small amount of methane that we're talking about. Basically, the problem with methane is it is twenty three times as uh, powerful, for lack of a better word, than carbon dioxide, which is the main greenhouse gas. So one kilogram of methane emitted is the same as 23 kilograms of CO2
0: emitted. So where, where Someone just had an idea. So where are our uh, main methane emissions coming from in our country?
2: Uh, well, cow fats are a significant contribution, but also <laughs> right. uh, natural gas, of course, is primarily methane. Right. Um, Ooh, and we just tried to expand is, on it. And of course, leakages in that process are um, in, in the various production processes, pipelines, emissions, flaring, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, things like biogas and digestibles from landfill. That's where a lot of methane comes from. But all of those pales into insignificance compared to the methane that's um, Caught up in the permafrost in Siberia, and of course those wonderful methane substrates in the sub-Atlantic Ocean. Which, if they ever let go, then um, you know we can, uh, we can really have a bit of a,
0: an interesting situation. So, in so course. as the you're suggesting, as the permafrost may be uh, melting a little bit, there's uh, lots of <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of lots of emissions coming from that. Right yeah. okay. Awesome good times. Good times. Uh, so I guess the question we we're coming down to is what do we do about it all?
1: What's, you what's see? The, 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 yeah the, yes? this is this topic is almost a topic of futility, really. You say that every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you keep suggesting topics which are <laughs> generally pretty futile.
0: Well no, um, I, I, I would, I would, my my counter to your question is that, uh, uh, or comment is that most of the things that seem like they're futile are generally because most people don't know what they can do about it or they don't understand no, 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 the but, issue but, but themselves.
1: Hear me, yeah, but hear me out, right? Look, okay. Look, okay, you've got a situation where you, you you know, you've got global warming. Okay, let, let's just accept that for a minute. Um, what should a country like Australia? i mean what is a country like australia not doing or should be doing in 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 order to better the situation and the bigger question around that is to say if australia was doing the maximum that it could be doing what amount of what, what amount of how does that
2: affect the overall yeah. no, that, 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 those questions are reasonably simple to answer
1: uh, <laughs> now, hang on, so I have Aust- asked I Hold on, asked let him ask his yet.
0: part seven question, Go. Right.
1: Yes, and what, what I'm really trying to get at is if Australia does the maximum or any given country, the US, mm-hmm. take the US as, as another one, they, they decide, right, we're going to do the maximum that we can do to make this problem not our problem or, or, or to contribute to the overall solution. Okay, that, that, that's, that's great. Um, what amount... Of something, could another country do to undermine that? Either, either, either um, on purpose or accidentally. Yeah. And, well, and, okay, and, so, and what amount? And what amount could nature do? Could nature okay, do so, to
2: undermine that? That, that uh, I'm, I'm happy to go into a little bit of detail on that. That's a, a, a very multi pronged question. So, yes. to start off with, Australia. Uh, as a nation in terms of its emission contributes, last I checked, I mean, my data is a couple of years old, but it's still fairly relevant. I think we are about one and a half to 2% of global CO2 emissions just from Australia itself. That's the Mm -hmm. stuff that's happening in the country. When you add the amount of coal that we export, we are probably five, six, maybe even 7% of world emissions. So we are, as a nation, Directly or indirectly responsible for up to 120th of the total emissions of the planet. Uh, So, if we do the maximum, which is we are not going to export any coal anymore and we become 100% renewable, then we get 5% of the planet's carbon budget, for lack of a better word. What can nature do? Nature is very limited at the moment because we are exceeding the capacity of the planet to absorb co2 or to absorb anything um and there's a wonderful day you can look it up it's i think it's called equivalence day or something like that that Uh, it used it used to happen in about middle of october it gets earlier every year which is the point in time where the planet can uh, where we go into basically overdraft on the planet and the planet can no longer recycle all the stuff that we've taken from it um and we are basically eating into the capital of the planet So the planet's ability to react or to absorb additional CO2 is being continually diminished. And that's part of the problem. Had we started all of this 20 years ago, uh, the planet was in better shape to uh, adapt. Uh, If everybody did their maximum, it is remarkably easy. The technological solutions, like the reason we emit CO2 primarily is to generate energy for our lifestyles. There is absolutely no reason why any CO2 needs to be emitted for that. Um, There are sufficient renewable resources and even sufficient large scale or centralized generation. If you wanted to go down the road of nuclear, which I don't think is particularly appropriate for Australia, but certainly countries like uh, France, for example, are heavily invested. Um, There's absolutely no reason to burn coal. Zero, none, no natural gas required. It can all be met remarkably well with renewable energy. Now, but, so why? Why? Why aren't, we, a vast, why aren't we
1: doing it? So hold, hold on, could, because could this, the
2: people who are selling that stuff to us are making a mint and are very happy with the status quo. Could this be a good Alex time? Would be able I was going to say, that,
0: could this be a good time to ask the Commodore, <laughs> <laughs> Alex? Go for it. Yeah look so I I'd
3: I'd, pro- I'd probably say that we are we are taking baby steps along the way to become a uh, a renewable energy uh powerhouse but we're doing it too slowly look I think I completely agree with the baron when he says that look if we'd started this transition um a couple of decades earlier um it would have been a lot easier for Australia to be in a um stronger renewable energy uh position but it's not something that can be done overnight right so um there are certain things that we can do um, as individual residential households, as consumers, that you know you can chuck on solar panels and you know have batteries and go completely off grid and you know be self-sufficient. Um, I'll put aside the embedded energy um, uh, part of that equation for the moment. Um, but at the end of the day, look, there's still um, that you know residential energy only makes up what I, I think last time I checked it was about a third of the um, energy consumed. Um, across Australia. So that still leaves a whole bunch of industry and businesses that need to be supplied uh, from the grid um, at the moment. Well, it, it's very much changing. Um, we're, we're starting to see uh, like previously it was absolutely right. Um, the, the large uh, generators who were um, you know, pumping in a lot of the, uh, the Brown or whatever energy you want to call it into the grid, uh, we're making an absolute mint um, that, equation i would say is slightly is starting to change and part of the reason is that we are actually seeing such massive uptakes um in renewable energy across the grid at the moment that there are very regular uh portions of time where uh energy prices go negative so it's becoming less and less profitable um for those uh for those big generators the coal the gas generators uh to remain online but um it's one of these things. It, it's often said in the in the energy industry that um, look, everyone in the well, I won't say everyone, but I'd say ninety five percent of the people in the energy industry says, you know, could we could we run a system that is one hundred percent renewable? Yes, of course. Yes, of course we can. That's that we we have the technology. We know I feel how to manage. But coming on. Um, but the <laughs> thing that's really hard is the transition. Um, people say, you know, it's it's like trying to. Uh, replace a, an engine of an aeroplane while you're doing mac 2 right you can't drop the ball like if if there's um you know energy el- electricity is uh, part of our critical infrastructure um you know coming from an electrical engineering background i am biased and i say it is the most critical infrastructure um, water depends on electricity being available um telecommunications depends on electricity being available but um Our that internet means you now can, does as well can. for everything yeah, that's right. You can't stuff up when when you're when you're doing this transition. Um, nowadays, if the power goes out for a day, that is a massive deal, right? Like that's that's a big deal for um, certain parts of uh, our, our society. Um, it really depends on which country you're coming from. So the, the thing that's really really tricky is the transition, and that transition takes time, and that's why look, I agree with. Um, The Baron, that if we'd started 20 years ago, um, it would have been easier. I dare say, and this is probably um, something I'm happy to be uh, challenged on, but I don't think the technology or more specifically the price point was there 20 years ago to support a a transition to mass renewable energy.
2: I I agree completely. But that's that's kind of the time when we should have been talking about things like carbon prices and – uh, generating that equivalence through appropriate government policy. Uh, but there's is plenty, is, is, the pro- there's plenty, is the plenty of subsidies going to the fossil fuel sector, and there was very limited subsidies twenty years ago going to the renewable sector. And when we, we say price point, policy directions back then, then an equivalence could have been achieved much simpler. Sorry, Doctor Ray.
1: When we say price points, the price point wasn't there. Are we saying well? What price point are we talking about? We're we talking about like the retail price point for a house yeah. or a business to buy the electricity. Yeah, generation dollar per megawatt um, yeah. is basically.
2: Uh, but we are thankfully now at the point where renewable energies are amongst the cheapest generating opportunities that are available. In
1: well, they. Megawatt. I. I don't think they do seem. I don't think they. They may indeed be cheaper, but in the conscience of the public, they are not cheaper. You're right, and that's a, a very
2: interesting term you're using there, Dr. Raven. It is in the perception of the public, not in reality. So right. I don't know. Poisoning, sure. the poisoning of the sure well was very
1: successful. I'm not sure in reality if it, if it is cheaper. I I don't I I, I really don't know. So I, I, okay, so over the last couple of years, I renovated a house and as part of that renovation, I installed central heating and cooling, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's electric. So yep. it's electric central heating and cooling. Um, now, when I got my first power bill, um, after One I, a One million dollars. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? My first power bill was ridiculous. Now, that probably was part in part to how i was using the heating and cooling i was probably putting up the heating too high or not me but the wife was yes putting go on too, yes let's not too high <laughs> right so um and and in part that's probably the problem but then then i started thinking about it and i thought well how much would this have cost me to to heat up to the equivalent level if i had used gas and when i when i did the research it wasn't clear. There was no, cla- no one could really answer that question.
2: Um, you know, so a being work. a science,
1: yeah. being a sciencey guy, I, I, I went out and started looking at the equivalent gas flows and, and, and all of that sort of stuff and heat generation and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, and, and as you do the research, you sort of do begin realizing um, what you realize is that gas as an instantaneous proposition may actually be cheaper. But then the argument the the argument comes on and says, oh, but you know, but you're not saving the planet. But you know what? For my household budget, I don't give a shit about the planet. All right, hold that. I'm only interested. I'm only interested in think how you much. Jump to... In, but
2: I think I think uh, Alex might have <laughs> some, uh, some yeah, information. So so look at this. This, uh, uh, for this. So let's let's let's
3: put a residential user lens on this, right? Let's try and bring it to you know an, an individual person's level. And that's and who listens. Where,
0: so that's good. Yes.
3: Yep. Uh, so so th- this is where um uh, I, I agree with one of the barons earlier statements in that the policies and most uh, most importantly the mechanisms and incentives have not been right and in most of the cases are still not correct today so um obviously this is a podcast and I can't show the listeners but <laughs> just looking looking at the um the energy price right now this is the wholesale market energy price in South Australia um, which is a, assuming a relatively sunny day, it is minus $59 a megawatt hour. That means if you want to generate one megawatt, you have to pay the market pool $59, right? You can't actually uh, make money on that, right? And so that means that the cost of energy is so low, it is in fact negative, and it can go down currently in Australia, In the energy market that we have on the East Coast, it can go down to minus um, $1,000 per megawatt. And people will pay to keep on generating, just as an aside, people pay to keep on generating because it's really hard to turn uh, gas and coal generators off and on. They take hours, if not days, to spin them up, but that's an aside. Um, so what before, this before means before you
0: move on, hold on. Before you move on from that. So for, for Joe Blog sitting in their house right yeah. now, and you say, well, the energy price is minus whatever it is. What does that mean to them? To them. And yes. That
3: depends on your retailer. So yeah. if you're if you're um, if you've signed up with, uh, are we allowed to mention product names here? I'm not affiliated with any, but um, okay, uh, sure.
0: Just name one.
3: Uh, sure. So um, one, one as of an the, example. Yeah, as an example, one of their energy retailers, PowerShop, um, allows their customers to have a to be more active. rather than being a consumer, you're a prosumer. They have they get these good deals. They get these, um, you know, they can buy energy for lower prices. They might even have some exposure onto the spot market. Uh, that means that they um, they can take some of the the negative prices. What that really means, though. Um, it, it's a bit more risky. It's like getting the, the the high risk investment in your superannuation fund. If you if you play in a more of a uh, a pro a prosumer um, uh, environment, as as a residential consumer, you can elect to choose a um, a retailer that can give you that flexibility to be potentially exposed to negative uh, spot prices. That, um, you know, you could uh, you, you could actually take control of the amount that you pay, but also knowing that, you know, the other end of that energy spot um, spot price can go up to $13,800 a megawatt hour currently, right? What so, I would
0: say, just as I'm gonna keep interrupting, what I would say is in your explanation, as much as I understood it, uh, this is why people don't understand it.
1: No, I didn't under, I didn't really understand. But, that, it. And but I've that's the at, point.
0: It's the average right. Joe blogs who who needs something as a one sentence throwaway yeah, but why line. should,
1: why should they, but, it, but this is ridiculous. I mean, the whole the whole area is is fucked up and ridiculous. Thanks
0: for right? the editing. Go I'm on. A, yeah. I'm,
1: a, I'm a I'm a pretty smart guy, and I do all these all the research myself. And even I don't <laughs> understand it. And I suspect the reason I don't understand it is because they don't that want it, you to it, understand. it. it, it they don't want you to understand it the minute you it's so hard to understand and the yeah. minute you you know the the, the it's it's going to take me it's going to take an hour of my time it's and, and usually it's going to take more than an hour of my time to try and understand it i mean i don't ha- i don't no one has the time or the inclination to sit there and understand it so you know what i just want i just want cheap energy that's it <laughs> okay so and i'm, um... I'm going to pay i'm going to pay whatever I need to for cheap energy. And let me say something else, right? Let yes. me say something else. Say something it, else. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the only guy that wants cheap energy. I'm a household that wants cheap energy and all the other households. But you've got countries as well. They want cheap energy. And yes. so they, they don't give a crap about burning some coal to get their cheap energy. But isn't you know what? The, and you know huh? something. Hang on a yes. sec. Go you know on, something, yes. I don't blame them. You've got countries like, for example, China and India. Okay, that, they are now coming into the whole idea of introducing uh, good energy policies. I haven't really seen anything, but they're getting to that idea. But you can't go to one of these countries that the rest of the world has been raping for the last four, five, years, literally raping and raping and raping and stealing and pillaging and raping and raping yes, all, yes, of all, these, right, all of these countries and then say to them, no, you're a developing soil. You're not allowed to use coal. Uh, and that's not actually what happens. <laughs> okay. So tell, Okay. Um, tell, okay. That's fine. That's educate, not what happens. Okay. So the I'm going
2: I'm, I'm to try and build this uh, a bit of a response to Dr. Wright. Yeah. Tell us First what of happened. All, when you renovated your house, how much passive solar design did you do? How many double glazing did you do? What insulation factors did you put into it? Yeah. I, th-
1: completely insulated? The start,
2: the start is not a centralized electrical heating system. The let start me, is let actually, me before then, yeah, let me, let me, let me just get let a point in this. Yeah. Um, about, if you look at your average, uh, and, and we did some studies, I mean, my, um, the studies that I did were around car showrooms rather than individual houses, but broadly speaking, you know, a uh, building is a building. We could get energy usage down. No, two thirds to 75%. With very simple, very cheap, very effective, just design features of new showrooms, without so, even having to go to all the centralised stuff. So, so hang if on, hang we on. Just let, have me, let me let me Proper houses designed in Australia, and you, look, you drive out into the western <coughs> suburbs of Melbourne and have a look at the absolutely terrible design of housing in Australia.
1: So that's that, hang on, why let, we have such me, terrible emissions. Let me respond. us let me respond specifically to what you asked. Right. So when when I did the renovation, part um, part of the renovation was about energy usage. Um, so the house is completely insulated. Um, it's You know, t- top top level of insulation. All the windows are double glazed, including all the door, door windows and everything. So I I spent extra money to do that because it, it costs approximately. It's not quite double, but it. It's close yeah. enough, um, and we did put. We've got solar panels, so we have solar. Um, and there's a big but, tree. It, and, sorry, <laughs> and you've got a big tree at the back. And and we've got a. big So tree I'm
2: surprised which, that you have a very big ele- electricity bill. Just to be frightfully honest, we do. It's
1: it's it's well
2: because I run I run solar as well on my house, and and we built about seven years ago, and we we chose the right aspects. The same thing as you: double glazing. Um, Insulation, left, yeah, right, the center, only thing, the hands, only thing cetera, we didn't do... And I'm basically cost neutral. And I have yeah, three I, air conditioners I, upstairs. <laughs> okay, so, well, I can tell you... Hold I'm on, hold on. Not...
0: You shut up for a minute. I want to hear what Alex had to say. Then go.
3: Sorry, look, I just, I just really want to actually go back to a point that Dr Raven made because as much as I wish it weren't the case, I think he's absolutely correct. Um, you're talking about designing your own houses, right? In that way you're incredibly lucky to be able to do so. Most of the world is not going to be able to design their own houses. Um, Secondly, Dr. Avon's point about people just want the cheapest possible energy price, I absolutely agree. I I think, I I, I don't think, I wish it wasn't the case, um, as, you know, that's a very idealistic point of view, but he's absolutely right. And that means that it's very important in countries that are, rich enough to show an example and lead the way and to develop the technology, the policies have to be set right. Um, And it's that very delicate balancing act between uh, providing a renewable energy future versus, you know, delivering the cheapest possible price. Because I tell you, like, if you go to a shopping centre here in Australia, there is a huge prevalence of generic, you know, the, the brand, there's not so, there's a decreasing amount of brand name products and it's all the, you know, the, the house products of the shopping centre mm. that are getting more and more traction. And that's because, you know, these people have done the research. At the end of the day, the thing that will make a product sell better than others is the price and the lower that price is, the more people are gonna go, right, I'm gonna get that. So what people, what has to happen similarly, you know, in the energy field, in the shopping field, if there's, I don't know, I'm try, trying to draw an example um, that is less obscure than energy, but um, you know, let's say we're gonna phase out our cage eggs, right? Um, at the moment, cage eggs are the cheapest poss- possible eggs that you can um, you can buy. People yeah. are going to keep on buying it up until the very day that the government says we're not allowing you to buy that anymore. But we've put we've put um, uh, frameworks in place that means that you know free range or non cage eggs are going to be almost as cheap as cage eggs, and that is now your your new baseline. And that is, I think, the same thing is going to happen in energy. Like yep. you, you
0: it,
1: well, people, well, hang on. Cheapest. I have to cheapest. Hang on, because I want to I want to take that point up, and and cage eggs may actually be a good analogy. I don't think you can say to people, or 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 or, or I don't think you can say to the producers of eggs, we're not going to allow you to produce caged eggs. That that's a restriction of trade. You can't just suddenly de- decide to. Yeah, no, that you, that, that, you that, can't that's... suddenly decide to restrict trade in that way. Of course, you can on animal welfare grounds, not a problem at oh, all. Oh, I mean, you can, you can do anything you like. I mean, of course, you can. You can restrict in, a... it in in any way you like. But I don't think that's right in, in 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 a democratic society. I don't think that's actually right. The way you restrict it is your last point, um, it, where you say we're going to make, we're proposing that these better eggs and better for everyone are the same price as these other non-better eggs, you make the choice and then you market around that. And so then, you, then what happens is you're not allowing, you're not restricting trade, but you're offering a better alternative. But um, I, think, I think there's also a, a deeper argument in that
2: insofar as, and, and taking on with the egg analogy, you know, I'm reasonably well off. I buy uh, non-caged eggs. I make a, a choice to do that. And I understand that if you are you know, on Newstart or in any of the other social, um, the, the terrible social um, supports that we have in this country, of course, every cent counts. And so you're going to go for the cheapest possible product. I think there's a whole separate argument here around equity in our society that forces us almost by default to make poor environmental decisions. For example, old cars. Right, I can't afford a nice new hybrid or Tesla or whatever it is. I'm going to keep on driving my old V8 Commodore because it's the only thing I can afford. As I
0: look out on my driveway, the the whole thinking process around
2: environment is not just oh, it's an energy market and isn't it great? You've got solar and so on. We actually need to uh, think about government policies that enable everybody to make good decisions, and that is something that we at the moment are choosing to um to work on a, a doctrine of you know libertarianism and individuality and you make your own choices and we're basically disenfranchising oh what a quarter, a third, half the population out of things like housing markets where they can make those decisions and the landlord isn't going to put a solar system on because you know that's just gonna cost them money when he can squeeze somebody else for it. So there are equity issues in the environment that are fundamental. And I agree Back I to agree, where we agree are at with cop 26 right? mm-hmm. yeah, when I, the rich nations are
1: playing that exact same role. I agree with against you. The there are there, there are equity issues and I don't think it's it's I don't think the issue is just about energy and consumption. I think it is deeper as you say. I I think the the issue is more widespread and does involve a level of an of, of equity and understanding of equity. I completely agree. And not only that, but it but the the idea of equity applies locally um so within within say our own country or within our own state, but it it also applies globally, so yes. you need to think about that and say, well, you know look at our nation, look at our very, very wealthy nation, and look at this other nation that is poorer by whatever measure you want to measure. It's poorer, and what are we going to do about making that nation more equitable? But no one's going to well, do any of that. No one yeah, well, what We are that. cutting our foreign aid budget. We've been yeah, cutting it for a I'm decade. That's what I'm saying. No, but no, one's, no one is going to care. No one cares now. I'm not even sure I care, to be perfectly <laughs> well, honest. I, I, it, At the it, end of the day, I just want cheap electricity. That's uh, it. I can assure you, Let's I can assure the line. you that I care.
2: I care. You might uh, want cheap electricity, but I want responsible electricity. And I right, frame my uh, okay. buying decisions and my consumption I, I, happens
1: accordingly. I, 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 will, I will buy responsible electricity where I can. That's why I, buy, I also buy non-caged eggs, right? Because I can do that. Um, do I pay more? Yes. Do, does the more that I pay significantly affect me? No. Um, I feel like I'm doing something good in that situation and I do it. And if I were in a situation where I could feel that I was doing something good from uh, a consumption perspective, then I would also do that, uh, yeah. which is partly why I did put solar panels up, um, which is partly why I do make an effort to recycle and and why I don't walk out of my front door and throw my banana peel into the street because it's not a responsible thing to do, right? Um, and it's easy for me to go and take that banana peel and stick it in the bin. If that was not easy for me to do, I may throw it out in the street. Yeah. Do, we, and, do we look and, at this that whole is situation?
2: That's what we need to do, is we need do, to make it as easy as possible for everybody. Do we look at this situation and
0: say the usual thing, we've established what you are, now we're haggling over the price. So <laughs> for you, you're prepared to do it, at the least effort for you is that that's the yeah,
1: safe I, I, thing to say well it's not the it's not about the least effort it's it's a hard one you see it's not about the, okay it's 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 what, what it's what the baron mentioned which mm. is equity right um equity is not just about someone receiving the same amount as you do it's also about someone doing the same amount so if if every household did exactly the same action, and if, even if that action was not easy, then I would equitably say I also need to do that action, even though it is not easy to do. I you, would mean, say, you mean like getting vaccinated? Yeah, <laughs> let, yeah, yeah let, let's, let's take, that's, that's an, a reasonable example. OK. Oh but but I mean, it's and, and, and what I would say further is if everyone took the action and it was the equitable thing to do, then by definition, it would probably become easier to do because someone would think on the on the problem and say, well, we all need to do this and I don't like doing it. I'm going to try and make it easier. Someone in the population would make it easier by definition. That's how you get innovation. Right. Yep. that 's how you get innovation. The problem here is um, you, when you, when you have a a uh, system of um, a society, a system of democracy that we have in place, um, you will always get someone who wants to do better, who wants to be better than you. And that someone who wants to be better than you is going to do that by buying the better car, living in the bigger house and eating lobster every night. And for them to do that, for them to do that, they need more money. And for them to get more money, they are going to find ways to screw you over as much as possible. And not only will they screw you over. But they will make sure that you either don't realize you're being screwed over or you that they will sell it to you in such a way that you don't you, 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 you know, you just have to accept the fact that you're being screwed over. And there's tons of examples of this. And that's tons why we examples. need to sharpen the guillotines. Right. But you, but the, but then you're not living in a democracy. Well, you know, democracy needs a good shake up every once in a while, don't you? But that's what I'm saying. It's what I've I've always said. It's what I've always said for a long, (laughs) long time. If you choose to live in a democracy or what people want to call a democracy, because I would argue whether what we have is actually a democracy. If you choose to live in a democracy, you will end up in this situation every single time. You'll and end, end up with I someone just, and you, I know we had end up with someone who previously, can, you can,
2: Dr. Raven, about uh, you know, the, the battles that you fight. I think we spoke about that last time. Yeah,
1: yeah but you, I'm on, just saying, you will always end up in this just, situation. You're never well, let, beat let, let me
2: say what I'm doing to try to not end up in this situation. So I did my 20 years in environment and in engineering. I understand the issues and I see the problems. And now I am in education to ensure that the next generation may have a slightly different point of view and is not trapped in this necessarily competitive environment. There are examples.
1: Not many, You're not going to win that battle. That's, I, <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm sorry if to If more tell people you, fight, I, then maybe the next generation will win that battle. Uh, or the one not, after. I, can, I can prove to you with very simple words that you will never win that battle. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, <laughs> All of this, these, these things, these social medias do work because oh, people, absolutely. people, absolutely people have arrogance.
2: Fought, but people, there are plenty. People, there are plenty of that, there are plenty of examples. Like I can assure you, for example, my very own daughter does not follow any of those things.
1: Yeah, I, and and that's fine. We're yeah, not that's, winning at the moment. I think that is quite obvious.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm fairly uh, sanguine about the fact that. The better way of life, for lack of a better word, or if I can phrase it as such, we are not winning at the moment. COP twenty six, to go back to the start, is a mm. perfect example of that. But if I just give up now, then we will never win. Alex, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hold on, I want to ask chance. Alex, and I know been... what the future looks like, so I'm prepared had to fight his for it.
0: mouth open, he's been frothing at the. <laughs> just get it, Go for it. Yes.
3: <laughs> no. Look. Um. I'll, I'll try. I'll try and keep it as uh, as concise as possible. Um. Again, having having worked in the in the energy industry for over a decade now, um, I, I I I don't want to, but I agree with um, with uh, Dr. Raven. I think he's right. I, I think at the end of the day, um, the the thing that will trump anything else is price. People want the cheapest thing. There, there's probably eighty percent of the people will want the cheapest possible price. They don't want to think about it. Uh, not saying that we should stop the good fight. But this is a numbers game, and that you know we we all we all produce some kind of CO2, etc. We need we need to we need (laughs) methane as well. Um, We we need to be able to get renewable energy um, uh, price. You know the 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 uptake of renewable energy to speak for itself to be the the cheapest possible option. Now, thankfully, renewable energy by definition is a zero marginal cost generation. Like it comes from sun, it comes from wind. But from a, again, I'm coming from a technical engineering perspective, it's the transition that's really costly. And we actually have to invest in the, not just the actual, you know, the turbines, the solar panels, the batteries, but the infrastructure to move it where the energy is generated to where it's consumed, because we're basing it on a system that was designed for a, a completely different paradigm. Yep. That transition is expensive because transmission lines cost billions of dollars. And that is going to cause the price to increase. And the moment that you cause the price to increase, you get a whole bunch of people switching off and going, no, I don't want this. I want the cheapest possible en- um, energy. And it's a really hard thing to um, to get right. And it's a, it's a balance of policy. It's a balance of incentives. And um, it, it's all kinds of things that need to come together. It's an incredibly complex equation. But I'm sorry to say, I as, as someone who is unashamedly pro-renewable my experience working uh, not only on the consumer side of things but as well as you know the renewable energy developers price is the thing that people will make their decision on and i i don't want it to be that way but that's just the experience that i've seen
2: but my no. argument my argument to that would be and i agree um I, you know I, i'm in many ways uh, what, what do they call them a a, a Chardonnay socialist or something like that. <laughs> um, you know, I can good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is where we could potentially just finish off and and just balance the playing field a little bit. You know, let's look at what is being subsidized and where our tax dollars are going, and saying, okay, well, at the moment, coal energy is sh- cheap because they get a massive diesel fuel rebate to dig it out of the ground and if we were to balance the playing field there mm. and say okay we we remove these fossil fuel subsidies well how does it stack up now and take the money from that that we're saving by not
1: subsidizing these industries yeah, and I, use I, that I, to the, fund the transition that that's that's you know all, there's th- literally that's, that's all well and good and that's all well and good i hear the point you're making and i don't disagree. Great. You remove the subsidies and everything comes balanced, right? Maybe that's maybe that's true. And that could be that idea can be applied across many different industries, right? Yeah. You remove the subsidy and suddenly the better thing is as good as the yes, shitty but, thing. But, right? but it isn't cheap either. That's the problem. Right? <laughs> but the problem is you're not go- no one's ever going to remove the subsidy. No one's going to do that. It won't happen. You would you're living in a dream world if you think that's going to happen. Hang on. Hang on. No, no, I I completely disagree
2: with that. So, for example, Germany decided to get rid of its nuclear power plants. All of them, all 23 of them are being shut down. That was a government decision. It's raised electricity prices across the grid in Germany, but they're going ahead with it anyway. How how has there's an example of a country deciding that centralized large energy generation is just
1: gone. They're just switching them off how what about the consumer at the end has did the, 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 the consumption they price increase significantly
2: yes
3: no yes it, it did it no sorry this this is something i have i have come across as well and it's been a significant increase to the yes. german energy consumer as a result okay so
1: that's an interesting that's an interesting use case and how and 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 how did the how, when the, when the prices went up and everyone had to pay more what was the general reaction there what, what what was the general reaction did did everyone say this is horrible or did everyone say this is horrible but we have to do it and and it, what was the general idea i mean i'm talking well, the, about Green, the, man, uh, the man if in we the can street, put it, if we can put did it did the man into, in the into street a result say? then we
2: can say that the greens at the last uh, election just a couple of weeks ago had their know, almost doubled their vote as a result
1: so uh, again what did the man in the street say w- was the w- were they Generally happy, based on whoever they elected or whatever survey that was done, were they generally happy to pay more money? I, I, don't, I, have, I, so. I don't
3: have that data. I, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have
2: individual consu- you know uh, happiness data. But if you look at the political landscape, it had uh, it the parties that were the strongest supporters of what's called atomausstieg or, or, or finishing nuclear power,
1: the parties who supported that. Were the strongest winners in the most recent elections? Okay, so that would that would tend to suggest that the public was supportive of what was needed to be done. Yeah, Sounds and like I think it's... you
2: would be surprised if if uh, I, I I've never understood why, for example, Labour is shying away from a stronger environment. Okay,
1: that, that that's interesting. And I think it might do... be more to
2: do with the media landscape here because they just can't bring out a, a
1: coherent you know, I, uh, but I think you'd be surprised. I mean, yeah. So, so so I yeah okay. I do that. I do find that your 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 presentation of the uh, of Germany in that way. I mean, again, if 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 the if the if if the political landscape and the political winners were the ones that were campaigning on the idea that they would implement something that would eventually raise the prices, and they won in a democratic election. That would then suggest that the public was interested in doing the right thing, even if it meant that they had to pay more money, right? That's can I, can what, that I, would Can be... I just
0: ask a quick question? No. This is no. Shut up. This is a quick question. The German uh, parties that were supportive of that, are they left, are they right, or are they across the board?
2: Uh, well, the, obviously the Greens and they well, the, Excluding Greens, the Greens. Obviously the SPD, which is uh, the German version of Labour. The CDU actually uh, wrote the policy. So Merkel, uh, as a centrist, actually implemented the policy. Okay, so... But she was in coalition with... Uh, so the, the policy was driven by their coalition partner, which in this case was Labour. Yeah.
0: Um, but, what, but what about the the right side of politics? Are they... Um Look, the only reason I'm asking this is because it's very yeah. clear here in Australia that it has taken a political um, uh, stance, stance is not yeah. the right word, but it's based on politics. It's not based yes. on what's good policy or what's good for everyone else. So this way, it means you automatically have 50% on one side, 50% on the other, and most of those people aren't going to change their mind until, yeah. until, say, the right side of politics says, well, you know what? We are going to go with this. And then suddenly you will find that of that 50 percent, maybe half, maybe two thirds will come around and say, all right, well, we're going to support that. Yes, that's that's OK. Just like they did, just like they did with the recent policy change of where the the federal government said, well, we are going to go for net zero for 2050. Suddenly there were all these people who'd been bagging it on the right side of politics. (laughs) That's right. And suddenly they all said, all right, we will support it, too. It's all political here, whereas some of these other people in in different countries aren't guided by the politics of the day. They're guided by their conscience of what is the right thing to do. Yeah, If I I, I can make
2: one more comment, what would help in the Australian context significantly is if we had a decent way of just telling people what the true costs of everything is, like if, if you factor in the fact uh, of uh, insurance difficulties now with climate change. Mm. If you talk about the costs and pollution associated with uh, natural disasters and increased frequencies of storms, I don't know whether you experienced the same thunderstorm that we had here last night, but, you know, what was a once-in-a-hundred-year event is now a one-in-ten-year event. Now, the clever companies, the insurance companies, know this, which is why you can't insure certain properties in floodplains in Australia anymore, mm. right? Right. But people aren't being told that these costs are already being transferred through the market because, you know, I live in Turac. Well, I don't, like it, but yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> it doesn't affect me. Right? Yeah. But if we just had a clarity of understanding and similarly to what, what Alex was saying of the various costs and benefits associated with transferring the grid, with implementing these renewables, if we all understood the subsidies that were paid to fossil fuel and what could be done with that money in another context. Then I think we would have a far more balanced discussion. Now, I, 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 the I powers that you. be, I, and particularly I, I, across,
1: I, you know, uh, our think, media landscape,
2: do not I, allow I for that think,
1: to happen. I don't think anyone is ever going to disagree with that, Those points that that, that, that they they are completely valid points, but they're they're not only valid points that apply to the energy industry. They're, they're oh, yeah. valid points across the board. You know, yes. we we, you know, we don't understand what. How things how things are put together. It's the same as it's it's exactly the same as you know a mobile phone plan. It's so complex to try and understand an electricity plan. A gas. Yeah, I just plant. want to pay fifty <laughs> bucks and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, all of these things are terribly complex to understand. No one ever goes out and tries to explain it to you. Well, I mean, and, and and why should it even be explained? Why 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 does it have to be in in a certain way that it needs explanation? It should be plain. It should be simple. But the minute you make it simple and you reveal, you you, if I could coin the phrase, open the kimono. You know, the minute that Ooh. you've done. <laughs> The 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 minute you do something like that, um, you then I- impact those people that are making all the money and those people that are subverting you. And there's no way they're going. Those people are going to let yourself be impacted. And again, it all comes down to the democratic society that we have built. If you want democracy, you will always going to find someone to buy you a barrel that you can bend over so some <laughs> other guy can come and fuck <laughs> you up the ass. All okay, right, thank and you. Dr. Raymond, <laughs> no, so, no, 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 I listen, agree with listen, you. Listen, listen, with hang you. Hang Try on, saying that nicely. Hang on a sec. Don't be offended by what I, what I just said. There is no other word, there is no other phraseology in the English language that could perfectly describe what's actually happening. I Take could advantage say to you, of like, your like, aim physically. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could say aim. that. I could say say. There's, you know, someone will take advantage of you, but that's very la la la. No, they're not taking advantage of you. They are fucking you up the ass. That's the only. Doctor Raymond. Doctor Raymond. It's very important to understand the phraseology. Just, yes, no... just take,
2: take a breath for a minute. Take a breath. So what I was going I, to say uh, is, on, I agree on, with then. you. Where I disagree is that I do not believe the fight against these people is hopeless. I fight it. I encourage everybody else to. You, not are not, you are like not this.
1: going to win. I am, am on podcasts like this, so there may be somebody people, in Mauritius. These, <laughs> will up. these people the are these people are like rock spiders. They are like <laughs> rock spiders. They will always find a way to screw you, right? Well, um, that, I'm, that, that, I, that, I, that I will is find how you. that. You need to understand this. The only way. The only way you can win is to dismantle the society that has been built. It's the only way to win. And even then you're instilling, I mean, it, that communism doesn't work. Why doesn't communism work? It doesn't work because you've got corruption, corrupt individuals. You know, if you think about communism, communism works perfectly. It only doesn't work when you, when you introduce corruption, okay? That's the only reason. Think about it carefully. If I yeah. earn as much as you earn, and you and I live in the same sort of house, and we're told to use the same level of energy. And, and, when, and, when, and when that's not good enough, you know, someone else tells us something different and there's policy in place so that we can't overuse energy and we can't use the wrong energy and we can't buy, the, we can't buy caged eggs because someone has put a policy from up high, okay, then all of a sudden all these problems just vanish away. They just dismantle. And Alex, Alex has
0: something to
3: say. Sure, sure, you're on
0: every week. Shut up. Alex, go.
3: I just, I just want to, I just want to bring it this back. This is in to, closing, by the way. Go on. Yes. To, uh, to the, to the energy, dis- the energy discussion and about choosing renewable energy. Yes. Um, this is mostly. Well, I'm, assu- I'm assuming uh, other countries have it as well, but in Australia, make sure you check out your local government's Energy Compare website. Right. They've actually built this. It is an impartial thing. I actually contributed to one of them. Amazingly. You go on that website, you put in your meter number, it pulls down the data automatically and it says, right, based on your usage, the cheapest option you have is this. And there's a little tick box if you say, well, actually, I want green energy as well. You click that button, you don't have to think and it's gonna just deliver you the cheapest possible
1: price. Right, so so, I
0: put a link to that thing uh, in the show notes. Yes, we have the website. It's on yeah, the have, anyway.
1: and, and, and have I personally have done that. I've used it. I spent uh I I spent half a day looking at all the different plans, all the different options, all every you're right. It is it, it is a very clickable thing. You're right when you say uh, I can put my meter number in. It doesn't always work and people do need to know what their meter number is and people should be aware who their, who their wholesaler is, who their retailer is. That's on the top is. of your bill. Yeah. You should be able to see it. Yeah, it's 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 all of that information is there. But often when you look at the data that's coming down, you you do still need to do a level of investigation to understand the definitions of things and to wonder, oh, what do they mean by this measure? What do they mean by that measure? You know? But it, it, you're right. It does reduce the amount of work that needs to be done. And it is, it is actually very helpful. It is actually very good. So and, as and a re- maybe if, if
2: I, in a similar vein, on the closing argument, um, mm-hmm. make, just make the point, uh, Dr. Raven and I disagree about the, uh, the future and the potential futility of actions. But I like to act in a way that allows me to sleep well at night. We all have to take personal responsibility for what we do in our lives. Uh, Now, that is easier in my position than if you are on Newstart, as I said earlier, and equity is something we should fight for. But at the same time, there is, in my humble opinion, no excuse for just kind of reverting back to a I can't be bothered investigating this kind of thing.
0: Yes. Um, You just said you spent a a full half a day doing that other one, but you couldn't spend an hour doing the other thing before. All right. Look. I'm gonna I'm gonna close it all up. Thank you very much to our special guests. So uh, thank you to the Baron. Thank you to Alex. Oh, good. You're not saying anything. All right, very good. And
2: <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank,
1: thank you. Yourself. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. yeah I just I, just, I, well, I,
2: I, just one oh, final yes. point. I'm glad just we didn't have to speak about the science of climate change. You know, to me that's progress. Had we had this podcast ten oh, years right. ago, I would still have had to convince you that this stuff is actually <laughs> real and needed action. So we've already taken a step. Excellent. Very and the good. future it's is actually quite bright, and I'm sure Alex would support me in this: is that the transition to renewables is virtually inevitable. It's just a question of whether we can get there a little bit quicker and save ourselves a bit of downstream agony. But uh, I, 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 I just want to, I,
1: I, I want, I, I, I want yes, to make a goes. comment before we close. Um, I, I think hum, humans, humans need to live, and there will be humans. So therefore, there will be a future, whatever that. Future looks like I don't know. There will be a future. It will be bright because we we are total. We are always told that we should always look at the bright side and never the dark side. I, I actually think you know um, I I actually think it will be dark, but we will be told to look at it as something bright, right? <laughs> yes. I, I honestly I honestly don't see that it will be bright. I also would say that again, the the I've got nothing against renewable new, renewable energy. Um, I love my solar panels, and if I could put more, I would put more. Um, But I think when you've got someone in a democratic society that can make a buck from you, you're screwed. Immediately, you've lost. You've lost the game because someone will always try to screw someone else in order to make that dollar, and that is the bottom line. That's the bottom. That's the key to everything. Can if I, I can, can I, um, and, and, and if I can yes. screw someone to offer you a cheap price, then I'm going to do that to make money, and that guy is going to buy that thing at a cheaper price. And that's really the bottom line. Now I'm not. I'm not suggesting dismantle democracy and stop fighting <laughs> the good fight. Yes. I'm saying that's the bottom line. What well, can just I? Just point be aware out of that. From
0: my perspective, from my perspective, if you're getting attacked by someone, you fight back. All right, so on that note, I'm going to get off and I will say thank you very much to everyone and we'll see you in the next podcast. Adios.